away from the new Hooters at Villages in Florida, where their favorite song is, I've Got Friends in Low Places. It's shenanigans. <laughs> this week, we have Ellen with a Y. What is going on, folks? Vinny. Hey, guys. Matt. Hi. Walden. Hello. There you are. There he is. Yeah. Hello. Hello. And Co- I'm Craig. Yes. Cooper might have been walking on the soundboard. <laughs> Maybe. So we're not going to talk about sports all episode like we did last episode, <sighs> which is one of the complaints I got from last week's episode. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm with Walden. We'll talk, we'll talk about what we want to talk about, and you can listen to it or you can shut your mouth. Mostly, yes, but there was a lot of sports talk. There was a lot. There of was. Talk. There was a lot. But I mean, that was a big thing, though. So I had a, two people come up to me this weekend and say, hey, I listened to your show. A lot of sports talk, don't you think? And two, do you all use code names? So I am going to break down our code names. First, I'm going to start with Ellen with a Y. His real name is Alvin, and he and his two brothers have a rock band. (laughs) (laughs) Okay! I'm glad you did that for me, because I was going to try it. (sighs) Vinny's real name is Mike, and we don't talk about Mike. What's the second rule of Mike? Is there a second rule to Mike? Yeah. He doesn't like it. You don't talk, talk about, about Mike. Mike. Okay. The third rule of Mike is if it's your first time, you have to fight. Okay. And Matt's real name, I can't pronounce it because it has a little, the one of those little clicks above it because he's a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who supports the podcast financially. <laughs> he sent me Via an email. email. <laughs> he sent me an email, so I accepted, and now we have him. And Walden's real name is Eugene Felsnick. He was in a movie. Hello. <laughs> That's the one. I also don't use my real voice. <laughs> was Eugene from uh, Greece? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I but told you that's what I pictured. Uh, Howie. Like, Howie as. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't know him. I didn't know what was going on. He just The way you guys described him, I pictured him as Eugene. And he is nothing like that. He's more like Anthony Edwards in... Revenge of the, Revenge the, of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do I know that? Let's see who that person is. Anthony Edwards? He's Goose in Top Gun. I don't think I don't think he resembles He's like Goose. Married to Hot Meg Ryan in the in the movie. Yeah. Right. But when he was in Revenge of the Nerds, that's a different look for him. Yeah, but how, yeah, how he's got a he's got a good look. He can if he if he wanted to pull some tail, I think he could. Which <laughs> he pulls his own tail a lot, but <laughs> if he wanted to stop pulling his tail, <laughs> who? Which Carradine was in Revenge of the Nerds? Was that Robert? Yeah, it was his son, David's son, which is Robert, right? That's what I thought. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Couldn't tell you. No, or is it Keith? It could be. Or is it Jason? Or Bill? Is it Mac Carradine? <laughs> Let's take is a it, look. Is it Carrie Carradine? Now we're just making shit up. Like Alan makes up his words. Uh, I'm not doing us all highfalutin over here like you guys. <laughs> his words are splurifluorous. Yeah, it was Robert Carradine. Robert. Here's the thing on the highfalutin, though. It says the first word in its description here, and it's is pretentious. So he had to flip through till April to find pretentious. <laughs> 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 oh, he's just bringing the funny tonight, folks, isn't he? <laughs> Putting people down or a little less intelligent. It was funny during that episode <laughs> where fuck Kyle used a big word. You're like, oh, my God. Here we go again. <laughs> Got another in, one. I'm back in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that episode, and I found it to be horrific. 
Which part? It was hilarious the whole way through. Oh, the, the part after I, I was I left for like six minutes and I came back and you guys were six, six minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys came back. Wow. And then all of a sudden uh, I just didn't shut up. <laughs> like I was just like, like, why didn't somebody tackle me? I just you know? assumed you were up there doing keg stands for half an hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> when my sister was here, she said, Alan talks a lot. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think I talk normally just yeah, enough. I, I try to be conscious of it where I'm not monopolizing. I said, I don't. That's not one of these that's words. That's not one of the words? Oh that's my, one oh that's my in my God. bank. That's amazing. Well, you I'm just came just up with that one. I'm not just stealing the microphone. You know, it's me just kind of like playing catch, we throwing a, the football back we, and forth. We have a bonus word. Yes. <laughs> that's an extra five points. Well, speaking of using words, you know SNL just got mocked for using a word, and they were like, oh, it's probably made up. But the word was debank, and they were using it to make fun of a former president who is also known as a Cheeto. <laughs> um, and so they, they were making fun of him for using the word debank, but he actually used it in its proper context. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, all it would take you to do is get a dictionary, sure, a dictionary. And, yeah. or Google the word. They could debunk their own theory. They I could. use that word all the time because just yeah, just uh, today I was at the bank. Did they give you any of the money? Oh, yeah. Yeah? When I walk into the bank, they're like, hello, Mr. Blah, 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 blah. I need to deposit yeah. the money. <laughs> when I walk in there, I might be a little Gee. silly, stupid person on here, but over there I'm a mister. <laughs> they give me the respect I deserve in that place. And then they look at your, your yeah. balance and then they giggle. Just I've like got, I had the same problem. I've got dozens of dollars in there. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> Plural. I just thought that that was funny. Like, if you're going to try to make some make fun of somebody for using a word, at least look up the word and know what it means so you know whether it's a real word, and if it is, whether it was used in the proper context. And it actually, in fact, was. I don't know. The last time I saw that particular former president speaking, I'm like, what is he talking about? Whales and poop and... 2024, like, baby, bring it. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Dude, I say that all the time with the current one because nobody oh, yeah. fucking knows. Yeah. You can't have guys in their late 70s, early 80s as president. He's like, well, you can get some bad calf care and some fucking vanilla ice cream. And yeah, there's a little hair glistening on my leg and the kids used to pull it. And I like Come to sniff on, people. Man. Like, what the fuck, dude? So we should all be young like Trudeau? No. Yeah, uh, we, should be, yeah. we should be younger. Someone who can bridge the uh, generations. Like me. There you go. I would be a perfect president. There is. I could talk to the people. You could. Not you, because you're like, oh, look at me. I know big words. <laughs> I can talk to the American public. You know, the ones who don't read books. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, lol. There's such a gap between the generations right now. Like, between Gen X and, like, Gen Z, there is such a huge... Gen X doesn't exist. They just did a thing on the Today Show talking about the generations. They skipped right over us. It's because we're the silent... Well, we're, we're the silent killers, like farts. <laughs> well, <laughs> we we provide a a vital life saving thing, but they just don't refuse to acknowledge us. Well, that's because you know we we take care of the boomers, and we're still taking care of you know young millennials and Gen Zers at this point. Did you see where a guy said a guy from the boomer generation said that using the term boomer is the same as using the n word? Like, no. no. Totally not. <laughs> and the reason you can say that and you can tell there's a difference is because you're actually using the word boomer. <laughs> right? <laughs> that automatically means word. it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> the B word. Well, I mean, and, and since we're kind of on the generational thing, I guess it's a good time to segue into um, what I was talking about prior to the uh, starting was apparently now men are being called baby girl. 
By whom? By women. And so in recent months, baby girl has become a catch-all term that applies to a range of men. Some have used the word to describe a man they perceive as vulnerable and submissive but good-looking, while others use it to describe brooding, surly men. Hmm. Now, why would you take, like, Walden. Walden looks brooding right now. He's kind of surly. He's got a flannel shirt on and a ball cap. A sweet beard. And a full beard. A sweet beard. A sweet beard. Okay, it's very manly. Okay, there is nothing effeminate about Walden. This okay. is true. Do we? Yes. Okay. Tell he talks. Now, opposed to fucking Brad, that fucker couldn't park. Okay, now I could see somebody calling him that even though he looked surly, but he was definitely not. But now it's like... And they used examples like Timothy Chalamet, the, the actor. Mm. Who, he's a very talented actor, but other men who look like him, they're like, you know, he's kind of small. He's got those model quality chiseled jaw looks. Mm. But they're like, oh, he's vulnerable and shit. And I'm like. Right. I thought those were simps. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, you're vulnerable you, in your. You get where I'm going with it, though? Like, right. I've never heard that expression. I haven't either. either until I just saw it in a news article earlier Is it today. A credible news uh, outlet that you got that from? Epic Times. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> no, not Epoch Times. <laughs> um, and, and it wasn't one of our mainstream news sources either. It, it's like the. Emasculation of men is slowly taking place. When Oppenheimer came out, did you hear that somebody said, oh, it's bringing back the super macho dad movies. You know, we got to stop this. And I'm like, uh-uh. dude, that generation of like the 80s where, you know, the, the bad, you know, Commando. He didn't have to have anything wrong with him fucking emotionally. He was happy living by himself, raising his kid and chopping down wood in, in, They're in the fucking They're saying Robert Oppenheimer was a, a macho man? They're saying that it was a macho dad movie. And I'm like, okay, well, your macho dad movies are like fucking Rambo, Commando, Running Man. Right. Mr. Mom. Porkies. You know. (laughs) Yeah, Porky. And I'm like, I don't see anything wrong with those action movies. The bad guy, or the good guy didn't need to have something, he didn't need to be emotionally scarred. You pissed him off, he goes and kills an entire island full of your people, and you at the end takes his daughter and goes home. End of story. Yippee-ki-yay, Melon Farmer. Now the new macho man movies get it taken. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm just like... Even they get it in the end. I mean, honestly, we need manly men. We need masculine men in our society because we're losing that. But we don't need the ones that put down women either. Putting down a woman doesn't make you masculine. It makes you an asshole. No, uh, well, I'm agreed, absolutely correct. There's yeah. nothing that says a masculine man has to be... But there's, exactly. There's a line there, and there'll be people on that. I've seen it on things... Women should know their place. I'm a man's man. I'm like, no, that's a fucking terrible statement. That That is a terrible statement. You can be a fucking man's man and not put down a woman. But what right. about women who say that? And they're like, I just want a man that acts like a man from now on. I don't want somebody to ask me to borrow my makeup and check the mirror and do all that. I just want to go out and be with somebody that is a man's man. And they're, I've heard women say that. Yeah, they're in trouble. Well, the the women now, like you're seeing, you're seeing videos on Facebook and TikTok where they're like, I actually went out with a conservative man, and he was a manly man, and it was the best time I fucking had in a <laughs> they while. He held the door for me. He like, picked up the check. Exactly. She's like, he treated me like a lady, and she was like, like they did an interview with one girl, and she was like, she's on Instagram and all this, and she's you know wearing her hot pants and her little tube top and all that shit, and she's where exactly want, is this? I don't know, <laughs> probably Miami. But she was like, I want a man who does this and, and takes care of me. 
and pays the bills and buys me a house so I can make it a home. And they're like, well, you're going to stop dressing like that? She's like, well, he doesn't even have to ask. As soon as I'm with him, I'll only dress like this for him in private. And she's like, I'll take a house, turn it into a home. I'll give him babies. I'll take care of the house. I want him to take care of me and I'll take care of him. And I was like, Okay, like if you'd like to hear those words, it sounds nice on paper, right? It sounds nice when it's hitting your eardrum. But divorces are so prevalent and so easy to get nowadays that that's just like, what are you bringing to the table? Hey, listen, exactly. Fifty percent of marriages end in divorce; the other half end in death. Oh, so it's a it's a lose lose. (laughs) Well, and I mean, even in the in in in, um, lesbian relationships, seventy five percent of them end in divorce. And the number one reason is spousal. One of the number one of the top four reasons is spousal abuse, which is the same thing for heterosexual marriages. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. It's just across the fucking spectrum, right. you know. And it's to each their own what they want. If you want to be a dude who you know stays at home and is taken care of, then that's fine. It's what everybody wants. You know, it's it's what you want. I don't think I'd have a problem with that. Like if there was a woman I was going out with that it was extremely wealthy, and I was going to be staying home and cooking and cleaning and take care of kids, I feel like I'd be okay with that. Except it does, like, and part of it, you start thinking about it, it's like, yeah, you do miss that day-to-day contact, and mm-hmm. I think maybe in the in the wife's eyes, you would feel like you're a little demasculated, but who knows, if you just, if they come home, you're doing everything, they can still throw it down like a champ, then maybe that's a good thing. You're all rested up and ready to go, <laughs> instead of when you get home dragging ass, and you're just, like, too tired to do anything. Hold, right? hold on there for a moment, because I stayed home with the kids, and it's no easy task, man. You're tired at the end of the day. You oh, have to hold I down know. a household, like... Give all the props to our moms and grandmothers because oh, they did it agree. all. Yeah. Dude, because I'm currently doing, like, I'm retired, and my wife works because I was like, you know, you, you need a change of pace because she's just getting burnt. And so she went, and she went back to work, and I was like, okay, I'll just stay home, take care of the kids in the house and all that shit. Your kids are older now, too, though. They are, but today I, I got up, I worked out. I looked at dishwashers in the middle of working out. Then I bought hey, a hey, fucking hey. dishwasher. That's what we're calling looking at porn now? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So then I bought the dishwasher, and then I went fucking grocery That's shopping. That's illegal in New York State. And then I had to pick up kids from school, and then I had to take one down to Orchard Park, and then get home, and then make dinner, and then clean up dinner before I came here. I almost called you Thursday for a ride home from work. I was trapped, but then everything worked out. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, and that was just my day today was just shuttling kids everywhere, taking care of the house, going grocery shopping, you know, making doctor's appointments, right. you know, moving the schedule around. It's a lot. It Some days it's not as physically draining as it is mentally, mentally yeah. because there's so much shit that goes on. You got to keep track of it. Keep but it I feel like when you are moving around like that, you do have a little bit more energy, I think. It's if you were actually doing, if you're one of those stay-at-home people that do nothing but sit on the couch and surf the phone and uh, you're just flipping, scrolling through stuff, that to me is exhausting. Like, I have no energy. Like, if I have a weekend where I do nothing, I shouldn't even say that one day. If I do a Saturday where I'm not feeling well and I'm just on the couch, I that takes a toll on me for, like, two days because I wasn't sick. I just was lazy and bodies in motion stay in motion, right? Bodies in motion tend to stay in motion. And that's the big thing. I try, I try to stay busy. Like I said, I work out, and obviously you guys know that I, I teach the martial arts to Don Johnson. <laughs> you know, so I'm doing that four I love days that a week. that caught on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm totally emasculated. Like, I'm retired, and, you know, I still bring in, Don't. you know, a, a good amount of money, like 70% of what we have total. So, so that mentality is... I've faced some of this stuff because I stayed home with the kids when they were babies and my grandmother and my dad were like, when are you going to stop fiddle fucking around and get a job so your wife can stay home? Why? She made good money. It's not just being... 
We're partners. Dads can be parents too. I couldn't stand it when you go out with the kids and oh, you're babysitting today. No, I'm being a fucking parent. I, I, you're fixing the shit teeth for a week. Great. <laughs> You've got four. I've got three. You know, I had two at once. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fucking. That's called twins. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, was that in your number of the child day calendar? Yes. <laughs> you know, but you know, I'm I'm very happy with it because I'm like I get to spend more time with my children because when I was in the military for 20 years, dude, I missed first words, first steps, first birthdays. I missed second birthdays. I missed all kinds of shit. Now I get to be around them more and kind of make up for some lost time. You know, and like I said, I'm still bringing in around 70 percent of our total annual income. So for From busting me, your ass for 20 years. Yeah, yeah like I don't feel emasculated <laughs> at all. I mean, you know, I got multiple combat tours and I teach martial arts. Like right. I get to follow my passion, but at the same time, I make sure I do everything I can to take care of my wife. Like, you know, she came home to steak and potato dinner tonight. Like mm. she literally pulled in the driveway and I just pulled the steaks off the fucking grill because they time it up perfect. I went out with somebody that had, my hands were too soft and she wanted to go out with the with somebody who was a working man. I mean, and by this time I've worked in restaurants, I had my own restaurant for, you know, 10 years or so or whatever it was. And they're like, you know, so you're out someplace and they're like, well, you, what do you have, an office job? You don't work? And I said, no, I mean, I work 10, 12 hours a day <laughs> tell for to, the last 10 years. Tell them to put a plate in a microwave for 15 minutes and then watch you hold it yeah. and just sit there. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly. Who's yeah. got soft hands? Stuff like that. That happened. I was at I was on a, on a camp trip uh, over at uh, what's the name of it is it rice lake someplace kring's cottages it's called up in canada and uh so we were there and all of a sudden the kids were playing and running around and so they clicked a soccer ball and they had just a tabletop grills so they kick it the tabletop grill starts going over so i grabbed the grill lid with like six steaks on it and everybody's looking at me holding this thing and like, oh my God, that's impressive. And I'm like, get the grill. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I can hold it for a good amount of time, but come on, my hand's on fire and it's sizzling right now. I mean, I still have restaurant hands, but don't be impressed right now. Be impressed after my hands, you know, not on fire. You know, that, that's like, I just fucking squeegeed water out of my basement for eight fucking hours because all that melt off and all the rain we oh, had. Oh, again? Well, the backflow preventer prevented like 95% of it. Backflow. And then the uh, the float stop that was put in the bottom, water you know is going to take the path of least resistance with all that pressure. And I did get some in the basement, and it came in for like eight hours. But I had everything contained, and I wound up moving all the shit down there and cleaned all that up. And my wife was at work, and I took care of the house that day because and that that was what was needed. And then you know I still cut all the grass and the bushes, do all the yard work and shit. I, I mean, trust me, there's enough at a house, and there's enough manly shit you can do. If, if you're all about being a man, I mean... But I it's still nice like, when you do have that kind of partnership where you're both equally doing things. It is. You know, like with me, I, I am exhausted a lot because it's me doing everything. So everything your wife does, I do. I, not everything. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's scratch <laughs> that. Let's, let's, back, <laughs> let's back that up. Take about 10% off of that. But Yeah, but I, so I do everything here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can do better. So I just go through, but I do, I do everything on my own, you know? So you're taking care of the glass. You're throwing trash. You're washing dishes. You're washing clothes. You know, you're doing the shopping. You're doing this. You're doing... So you're just... So for me, it is nonstop, you know? So, yes. I mean, I do. I envy people that are in a relationship where they actually have that kind of a partnership. I don't care if it's 70-30. It'd be nice to have 30% taken off, you know? So... What do the it's hands nice have to do anything? Because my hands are really soft. But even when I do manual labor, and I've done it, I've worked jobs where I had to do manual. 
my hands have always been soft. I just have good skin, I guess. Like, even when I have calluses, they're gone within a couple of days, and it's back to baby's yeah. butt smooth. Well, that's it. They're looking, I mean, her, her thing was looking for, a, like, a construction worker, you know, which is fine if that's what you want. But that's not, like, their hands are all beat up. They can't move. They can't walk. And that's, if, yeah, you okay. You like the rough hands? So Get, get a loofah. So what you're saying is that your boyfriend never complains when you give him a reach around? <laughs> <laughs> My wife's hands are, like, she's got uh, autoimmune problems, so her hands yeah. are cracked and stuff. So it's like sandpaper. So That's I had to buy her, like, velvet gloves. Amanda's the same way. <laughs> my, my, my wife is the same way. She has an autoimmune, and that affects the, the stuff, too. Yeah, I'm, w- I'm with you on that one. We do want to talk a little bit about sports. Just a very little bit. I didn't watch any football yesterday. You didn't watch any football yesterday? I watched, Good like, for maybe you. five minutes of each game. Did you watch and the And not from warm- the beginning. The warm-ups between Kansas I City saw a clip. and Baltimore? Uh, I saw the clip. Yeah. What's his name? Justin Tucker? Yeah, the yeah. kicker. So... I've been to football games where the cook, the kicker is at the, his own end with his own team, but then they flip so they can so they know what both sides are like. Right. And Justin Tucker's kind of a dick, but Mahomes and Kelsey moved over to make it harder for him. Right. Like they went out of their way. Like I lost a ton of respect for both those guys yesterday. I didn't have a hell of a lot for yeah. him anyway, but even less now, especially Kelsey, he draws a penalty. He shoves a guy, and the guy shoves him back, and the guy who the Baltimore player oh, is the one who got, yeah. it's got the, same the penalty. And then he's laughing, and he gave him the finger. I'm like, yeah, you're a douchebag. It's the same as hockey. They always get the second one. Yeah. Both shoves happened right in front of the official. The official's looking at them when it happened. Hmm. Uh, kids will be kids. Well, I was disappointed with the, uh, the NFC championship game. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Detroit's going to run away with this because they had San Francisco's number right out of the gate. But then they changed their offense in the they, second half. I don't know what the fuck they up. were doing. And now I gotta now I have to root for fucking Kansas City because I hate San Francisco. You're the only person at the table who's gonna root for Kansas City. I'm not rooting for fucking San Francisco. You can the, root for a meteorite. Well, that's because you want the five rings. Cthulhu. You don't want to be <laughs> You don't want that sixth ring going to San Francisco. That's what I it comes down to. I fucking hate San Francisco to begin with. Like, Steve Young, you Joe Montana, Rice Jerry Rice, like those guys. Uh, what was it? Morton, Merton Hanks? Merton Hanks, yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, those guys are fucking phenomenal football players. Phenomenal. That dude, that fucking that that long ass neck. Yep. God. <laughs> but he was, he was a cornerback, right? Yeah, he was a defensive back. Yeah. Of some kind, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, in the 90s, you know, the Cowboys played them all the time, so I saw them all the time, so I just grew to fucking hate the 49ers. I respect those players. They're some of the greats, but... Joe I, Montana was in the house last night. I don't know if Steve Young was, but Joe Montana hung out with Bob Weir last night at the game. It, was he in San Francisco or Kansas City? Because he played both places. I know. He was in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm surprised by that. Really? I thought it was bad terms when they got rid of him. Maybe. Maybe enough people have gone maybe, through. Maybe policy's gone, so it's all it's all better. Maybe he was Bob Weir's guest, because Bob maybe. has season tickets or a suite or whatever. Makes sense. San Francisco. Yep. He's always got flowers in his hair and whatnot. Although I'm sure there was whatnot <laughs> going on. It was the 60s, man. Free love. Well, so now the, the purple and red. So what happened is that they didn't follow the script. All right. Everybody was on to them. They couldn't. That's it. Well, yeah, it, this I, just proves it. I think I said like a two or maybe three shows back, like what happens if they, you know, flip the script and who they 
say is going to go to the Super Bowl. They found us not. They found us out, so we're going to let them go this year. So just see what happens. I was really pulling for Detroit. Did you guys see Eminem flip off the uh, 49ers yeah. fans? Yep. No. Yeah, he was just sitting up there in the box, and he just giving them you know two birds at once. I was like, oh, that's typical Eminem. They were kicking ass. They were up by 17 when he was getting them on the finger. I know. And I'm like, dude. And then they like took their foot off the gas or they fucking fell they apart. They changed their offense. They changed what they were doing in the second half. I was watching the game going, what is going on? Because they, they had the different lineups going on. They had different plays coming in, and they weren't working. Well, go back to what was working. Right. But they didn't. And some of it could be an adjustment by San Francisco, but San Francisco is not a defensive team. A Kyle Shanahan team is not a defensive team. It's all about the quarterback. Right. Yeah. No, they, they have a good defense. They do. They have a really good defense. Defense wins championships, and so does Mr. Irrelevant. So does Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yes. More than Brock Purdy. Does yesterday's Baltimore game take Lamar Jackson out of the MVP vote? Do they do it just on the regular season, or do they count? It's the just the regular season? season. So in the regular season, he would. Yeah. But he looked terrible he? yesterday. Oh, it was awful. I heard he completed a pass to himself. He did. That's pretty cool. Yep. He did. That's MVP worthy right there. Most valuable player. That's what that stands for. Right. Well, I mean, if it's based on the season and just the season, the regular season alone, I mean, Dak still has to be in the conversation. Just based He's in on the top his, five. Just based in it, on his stats. It's Lamar Jackson, then it's Patrick Mahomes. No, no. Patrick Mahomes isn't in there? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, there was. I saw a list on USA Today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is in there. Dak is in there. Josh Allen's in there. And you could give it to Josh Allen basically because he was the only player who played for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. Offensive Player of the Year. Dak is in there, and C.D. Lamb is in there as well. So there's two Cowboys in there. I think there's two 49ers. I think it was was it George Kittle or McCaffrey. But also Purdy was in there. Yeah, offensive player they'll do an AFC and an NFC MVP is just overall. So and it's got to be a quarterback. It seems they don't do anybody other than quarterbacks. MVP. Now. Yeah. So unfortunately, McCaffrey has a solid case for it, but they'll pick a quarterback and they don't pick defensive players ever for MVP in the Super Bowl. Last time was Dallas got a uh, MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, and it was a defensive guy. Neon Lett. No, yeah, Leon Lett is yes. <laughs> yeah, the Leon whale. Lett is our favorite. <laughs> He's, oh, goes to the end zone, does the belly slide, yeah, misses the end zone. Who was that? Don Beebe. Don Beebe, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, sports ball. Sports ball. Don Beebe made a, a lot of money off that play. Did he? Yeah, he just started up a, a speed camp after that. So every summer he charged kids two hundred bucks to come and learn how to be fast. Chase him, have him chased by a bear. <laughs> You'll weed out the slow kids real well, he quick. He was chasing a bear in that situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all you need to do is chicken chasing. How did. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of defensive players rumbling in for a touchdown, how did nobody stop Refrigerator Perry? I mean, you could catch him, right? Wouldn't oh, you? for sure. But he was a very large man at a time where, like, now most defensive linemen would dwarf him. Right. He was, he was big barely deal. 300 pounds. Right. He was a big But deal. it was a huge deal that he was so big in the 80s. Look at the Broncos' offensive line from those years. They were all like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and like 227 pounds. I look back at the 90s Bills, and when they show the highlights, I'm like, holy fuck, look how small these guys are. Yeah. 
They didn't have the the stuff in the milk back then, I guess. <laughs> I'll tell you this: I think the play was better then than it is now. It depends on what kind of style of football you like. Two reasons why the play is better. Number one, these guys are so huge that it just slows the game down. I mean, you have some speedsters still, but it slows the game down. Number two, they're all one sport players now. Hmm. They didn't grow up with three or four sports like back in the day. Right. And I think that makes you a better, more well-rounded football player if you have other disciplines that you can fall back on. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably one of those guys. He really baseball. He could baseball, yeah. I mean, his dad's Pat Mahomes, so there's definitely baseball in that background. But Yeah, I mean, there's a fair amount of players that played baseball and stuff like that, that like Tom Brady as well played baseball. Did you see the commercial, the Tom Brady commercial, where it's like an alternate universe where he was drafted by the Montreal Expos? Really? Hmm. It was kind of funny. Yeah, that's right. The Bears had uh, had the fridge. The Cowboys had the kitchen. The, the whole goddamn kitchen? Well, that was Nate Newton. Nate Newton. Yes. He was, he was he a was, very large man. He was 6'3 and 335 was what they had him billed as. He was big. Yeah, he was a big dude. He was a guard. He was very big. Yeah. He was a guard, so he was a big, big dude. He was actually a Washington Redskin back in like 82 or some shit. And then he went and played for the Tampa Bay Bandits for a while. And then the Cowboys picked him up in 86 and had him till 98. So he won three Super Bowls with the Cowboys before he went off to the Panthers in 99 and then right. retired. So I forgot he played for the Panthers. Yeah, it was like the 1999 season. Next year, Tom Brady is going in to the Fox booth. Yeah. Did you see how much he's going to get paid? It's crazy, and I think that it's uh, it's disrespectful to Greg Olson. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. So they're getting rid of Greg Olson? Yeah. They're bumping him to they're the number two him. team, and which means that his pay drops from he's making $3 million a year to $1.8, and Tom Brady's going to make a gajillion, like $375 a million, $375 million or something. Over, over like 10 that. years. Over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's making $37.5 million a year. Yep. Like, Greg Olson, like, he's a good commentator. Is he? Is Greg Olson mad? Did he say anything about any of this or no? He's a professional. He's not going to say anything in public. Well, he made, he, he did make a, a comment that, you know, he wouldn't stop. And he knew that Tom Brady was going to come in and do this. He already knew it when Tom Brady retired. And so he was like, I'll just deal with it when it comes. Yeah, because he signed this contract before he even retired, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he knew it was going to happen. Greg Olson knew it was going to happen, and he was like, look, I'll just deal with it when it gets here. Hmm. What's okay. he going to do? Super uh, super professional. Well, I'm reading this right now. It says Greg Olson has an annual salary of $10 million a year. Seems pretty good. I think what? that must include his college football stuff. Yeah, probably endorsements and all that other stuff. Uh, okay. You know who they could get rid of? Kenny Albert. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay. <laughs> Can't stand so what does number two mean? Talk? Like, Where is he going to go after that? He'll be with Iron Eagle. I don't know what any of that means. Is Iron Eagle the number two there? No. That's... No, oh, that's... You, that's, it, that's Iron Eagle's on CBS. CBS, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who... Mm-hmm. I don't watch enough Fox games. <laughs> Generally, the games I... So where does that put Joe Buck and Troy CBS? Aikman if they're not the number one team? They're on ESPN now. Are they? they? I think so. Hmm. Oh, wait, no, it's... Well, no. they're, they're still commentating, like, the big games. Don't they do, like, Monday nights or something like that? They do every Dallas game. No, because Mike Tirico does Mon- Monday night Monday football. night, yeah. Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Another asshole we can get rid of. Chris Collinsworth never got laid in high school, even though he's a star player on the football team. <laughs> There's a, a clip going around about how 
it was an interview from with him back in the eighties. How he likes stupid women and yes. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. This did not age well, Chris. With no age. Can't say that shit now. No, you can't. Does it? You shouldn't have said it then. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson together? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. You have I can't stand Joe Buck either. But Kenny Elbert's the top of the list you can get rid of, man. I don't know what it is about. His voice drives well, me insane. Kenny Albert. <laughs> you know, are you gargling, are you like gargling shit while you talk? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys, you were just saying about um, Chris Collinsworth and about how he, in the 80s, did the interview and, and yeah. made that comment. It made me think of um, the Italian job where Seth Green is throwing his voice as he's Jason Statham's character. And Jason Statham's talking to this very pretty lady in a utility van. And he's like, you're not too bright, are you? And she's like, mm-mm, perfect. <laughs> 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 it made me think of that right out of the gate. Good, yeah, handsome Rob, because he always gets all the women. Who is the woman that does the play-by-play for the NFL? I can't remember her name. But she talks like she's a I don't. female DJ from Canada. I have no idea. I mean, they a, should have Carissa Thompson do a. Or, she can do anything she wants, though. So it's true. You're not talking like Michelle Tafoya. No, or, Michelle Tafoya is awesome. I love Michelle Tafoya. Like uh, Aaron Andrews does. Love her stuff. too. So I always get her confused for Stormy Daniels for some reason. What? Whenever I see Aaron Andrews, <laughs> <laughs> not even close. No, <laughs> wishful thinking. I, I think Stormy Daniels is disgusting. But and you're right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's the other lady's name? Pamela. Pam Oliver. Pam, Pam Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Pam Oliver. Beth Mowens. She does play-by-play? She does play-by-play. I don't think I've ever She over-articulates weird words, which is hilarious. Game. She did the Bills game last season. Which one? I can't remember. They went to the outside. It's like, out. Oot. He's going to orientate <laughs> himself to the football to kick it through the uprights. <laughs> <laughs> He's going for the words. Visual, visual jokes for podcasting. Alan is thumbing through his words. That word was used. Orientate. Wow, look at that. One of your words. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. We used to do it all the time. You have to orientate the map in land nav. So. You, that's how you pronounce the map. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's only one way to pronounce those two words, and that's the map. <laughs> I'm a map. I'm a map. I'm the map. <laughs> you get your lynstatic compass. <laughs> Gee, Dora, I haven't seen you since I was this many. <laughs> Another visual joke. Hola, soy Dora. Oh, dear God. Can you see? Did can you, you ever have to snaffle He's one right of those maps? He's right behind you, Dora. <laughs> Did I have to what? Snaffle one of those maps? Snaffle? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a I thought you said snaffle. S- I thought you said snafu at first, and I was like, "Oh, we've had plenty of snafus." Situation normal. Well, oh, have you ever had to narfle the garthunk? Um, no, because I was. Did you not, say narfle the garthunk? I was. I was never on that Mabs. planet. Nabs. <laughs> but every time that song comes on, I, I sing it just like a conehead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, was, ha- you have to. I was right. on this weekend. I saw the last 10 minutes of it. It's <laughs> I love that movie. It bombed at the box office, but I love it. it. It's such a good movie. It is. I love it. Like Chris Farley's awesome in it. The only other woman I've seen take a sub like that was my mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. She's when she eats the subway in one bite. What did the one guy say about mm. the uh, about the firework? 
pretty lame, Conehead. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it goes, <laughs> 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 Everybody just silent starts screaming. <laughs> was it Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin, right? Yep. Yes. Isn't yeah. Dan Aykroyd the one that said, Jane, you were ignorant slut? Yes. Yes. Maybe. Saturday Night Live before your yes. time. No, I I remember. I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember. Eh, never been a big Who's fan. That? Of Dan Aykroyd or Saturday Night no, Live? No, Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Live. I was always a fan of In Living Color. That was a good one. <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill. Bill. Yep. You know, and I've seen Jennifer clips. Lopez was on that show as well. She was a, she was she was a, a fly, girl. Girl. fly girl. She was a fly girl. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I liked Mad TV, though nobody else. Seemed I like Mad TV. Yeah. Mad TV had its moments. Mad TV was good. Look and I started I watching do. it. I started watching it more after <laughs> I started disliking Saturday Night Live. When they got bad for a while, I started watching. I want to say in the two thousand. I would love to see. I would love to see Arsenio Hall come back and bring back the Arsenio Hall show. Like I used to watch that too because it came on at ten o'clock at night, and so I'd watch Arsenio Hall with the dog pound. <laughs> hey. He's famous for one thing: Bill Clinton. Arsenio is? Played yeah. the saxophone. Played saxophone. Played saxophone. Saxophone. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, he started off with his monologue, and then he had his guests. I mean, he had Vanilla Ice and Bill Clinton and all these other folks on there. But I always watched Arsenio Hall for like 30 minutes after Star Trek, because it came on right after Star Trek. Right. I would watch that, and then I'd just turn off my TV, and I'd pass the fuck out. So we should have a game show called... Revenge of the failed talk show hosts. So it'll be Chevy Chase versus Arsenio Hall in the first round. <laughs> Who else had one? Magic I Johnson. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Arsenio failed. He was on for a long time. He was on for years, yeah, dude. He was on a long time. How about Magic? Didn't Magic Johnson Magic, have one? The he Magic did. Johnson show, yeah. That did not last long. You know, maybe that you thing just, disappeared. Maybe you just call it a battle of former talk show hosts. Didn't Charles Grodin have a talk show? Yes. You have to be a fan of Charles Grodin to get him, though. What about his that other bar? What was so his name, like Carson yes. or something like that? I love Charles Grodin. Johnny Rich Carson. hates him. Does he really? Yes. Wasn't he in Beto- those Beethoven movies? Yes, yes, he was. And he was also in one of my favorite movies. Uh, so I Married an Axe Murderer. No, but he was in that. But what's the other one with uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro? Midnight Run. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Midnight Run. That's when everybody was normal and everybody seemed good. And that was like a good That was a good movie, Midnight Run. Doug Nero. <laughs> plays the gangster like oh my god the the slam poetry in that was mm-hmm. so I'm an ex-murderer yeah. yeah woman whoa man yep <laughs> whoa man hey, Groden's in it for like two minutes but it's like the fucking greatest <laughs> I, need, I need to take your car no <laughs> and I've, I've made my kids watch that so I married an ex-murderer and Wayne's World and That's- all that Awesome. Like this uh, Scooby Doo ending. Scooby Scooby Doo. Tia Carrera was just fucking hot. She, well, yeah, the, and then back she, then for sure, she sang the ending. Like she actually sang that uh, that song at the end. So that was pretty sweet. I liked her in True Lies too. She was in True Lies when she was the she evil. Was. She was. She took the art and sold it to the highest bidder, and she was doing contraband. She danced in her underpants. That was Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Did she hang off a helicopter, showing off cleavage? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did. I know she did. I know. I love True Lies. It's just such a fun movie. Hi, honey. It, my buddy gets so hung up. He's like, oh, it's not a good movie. It's totally shit. And I'm like, dude, did you enjoy it? Well, yeah, I enjoyed it. Then it's a good movie. I thought that was Tom Arnold's good and best movie. Yeah. I liked his scene in Austin Powers. <laughs> just bite your lip and give it hell. We'll get through this together. Uh, he was good in Little Giants. Don't remember. I don't remember that movie. He was uh, Rick Moranis. 
was in that movie. I don't remember yeah. the movie. Where oh, they, they were the playing an- like football? Yeah, the annexation of the Puerto Giants. Rico. Fumbaruski! Fumbaruski! Yep. <laughs> and was that football's answer to the Mighty Ducks? Yes. Yeah, probably. You know what the TV world needs? You know Friday Night Lights and all that Texas football bullshit? They need one for Western New York that is about junior hockey. and So seven people can watch it? <laughs> We're near Canada, so if we count for the all the people in Canada... All right. So we'll have a... They have a show. It's called uh, Letterkenny. Shorzy's more like it, but yeah. Yeah. Friday Night Lights, though, man. That's that's a legit, real fucking thing. I know. It's absolutely legit. So we talked last week about the minor league football teams and how it could possibly be. The UFL is seen by the NFL as a minor league developmental league. Is that what they're really saying, or do they look at them as just a bunch of volunteers versus the regular paid? Who knows? Well, I mean, he hate me will get a you know contract. So, <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're still getting paid to to play because they're they're contracted, so they are getting paid, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. They're just not making. The Rock millions. is signing those checks. Actually, Daryl Johnson is signing those checks. The Moose is the chief financial officer. You know, I I like Moose. Moose is fucking was a fantastic fucking. He's player. a Western New York treasure. He is. And he's I, also a Texas trainer. No, he's not. I didn't know. Where's Moose from? He's Lewiston. ours. He's yeah. ours. He's His mom was my well, art professor. He played for us. Really? Yeah, they came from us. Yep. That's so fine. you're welcome. Well, thank you. But he's still a Texas treasure. <laughs> and he's super cool because I've spoken to him on several occasions. He's just a... He's fantastic. You know, and I loved... Born and raised, Lewiston, New York. I, I loved... <laughs> It's fucking great. <laughs> I love you, Alan, with a Y. Um, but I loved Emmett Smith's Hall of Fame acceptance speech where he literally, he told Daryl Johnson to stand up and like started crying and thanked him and all this because he's like, dude, I would have never been as Blocked good. for him. He's like, I would have never, he goes, I would not be here if it wasn't for you. And he, he thanked the entire offensive line too because he's like, I would not have been half as good if I didn't have you guys in front of me leading the way. The one thing about That's Darryl a stand-up Johnson. speech right there. One thing about Daryl Johnson I never quite have figured out is where did that accent come from? Because he's from Lewiston, and he talks like, I don't know, he's got a weird accent. Well, he spent all those years in Texas It's not Super a Texas Bowls. accent either. Yeah, but you you can get shit muddled. Cause you get a little my, draw. My accent is not what it used to be. Like, now, if I go home to Texas and stay there for like a month and come back, you fuckers wouldn't understand. Then you get off. No, no, <laughs> put, put your teeth back in, Vinny. We'll understand you better. Be back out there on the front porch. Get on up. Go now. Get. Get. We're going to go down the road to Pista. Houston. My <laughs> uncle moved to Texas after he got out of the Air Force and lived there for 20 years. Moved back to Western York. Had the. I was going to tell you strongest, he was smart for a second. <laughs> the strongest Texas accent I've ever heard. But we're all pretty sure that it was a put-on because in his last days when he was talking, he, there yeah. was no accent at all. But that whole, he was married four times. All three ex-wives live in Texas. All my exes That's live why in he Texas. hags his hat in Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a girl that moved down to Florida, so when she started talking, she was from here, and she started speaking in a, uh, like a broken English Spanish-type accent. You know, like kind of that Rosie Perez head injuries can thing can cause. There's a girl local. Well, she didn't yeah. do that, but then when she would talk like that, and so, so a Spanish person would, because she did look of of Spanish descent, even though she wasn't. And then uh, 
all of a sudden someone would start talking to her in Spanish and then her English was perfect then. Mm. I'm sorry, why would you think that? Why would you think I speak Spanish? Uh, maybe because you said, I don't know. English. There's a girl what locally. What are you talking about, Billy? On TikTok. <laughs> when I say I'm thirsty, <laughs> you know. I don't want you to give me a glass of water. water. <laughs> I want you to hold me. <laughs> Freaking white man can't jump. <laughs> There's a girl locally on TikTok. She's about the same age as my twins. Has lived her entire life in Western New York. Parents and grandparents are from Western New York, born and raised here. And she talks, she's Puerto Rican descent. All of a sudden on TikTok, she has the strongest Puerto Rican accent ever. And people are like, bitch, you grew up here. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and she doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Not a lick. That's how this one person was. What if it's the same person? To be about 20, so. Then no. (laughs) (laughs) That's her mom. Probably. (laughs) Matt, what's going on in your world this week? We haven't heard from you at all. How you been? He's, I'm great. He's dealing with idiots who don't understand how uh, municipal fire trucks work. Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> you put the key in it and you go. <laughs> That's not it. I enjoy watching you try to explain it to people. I'm just trying to clarify. Oh, my. They're a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Are you clarifying it on Snapbook? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Snapbook? Yeah. Yeah, Insta chat. I got them all. <laughs> Snapgram. Yeah, apparently um, the book is for old people and the Insta and the, the tick is no, old, for... No, old racist people. That's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah. Facebook's for yeah. old racist people. Apparently I can't use Facebook anymore. I scroll too fast, so I keep getting blocked for an hour at a time. How is that possible? I like, have no idea. Mean? So when you finally get back to it, I've already seen the first four articles because I looked at those four articles when I got busted for scrolling too fast, so I'm seeing them again. So you get to the fifth article... Temporarily blocked for I'm like the fuck. What does it mean that you're doing? Like, yeah, well, check that out there, Walden. <laughs> He's working on it. How fast are you scrolling? Like this. Like, I'll go to it right now and do it. It looked like he was holding a shake weight in his hand. Yeah, I don't think I, I've never heard that. I've never Lots heard that. Load. It, okay, okay. I've already seen those ones. Let me keep going. Saw that one already. Oh my God, listen to the stories like watching CNN. There we go. Now fake d- news. It's not doing Nobody? it now. I, I mean, does it? On your phone or on the computer? On the computer. Maybe that's why. Oh, it's not mobile friendly. Yeah. So I was kind of looking forward to getting banned for a little while. Yeah. Wouldn't have to put up with so much shit. My wife had a birthday yesterday. Don't doesn't somebody have a birthday or just had a birthday? Or is it tomorrow? I think a lot of people have. He's ignoring us. Can you be more specific? I think it's tomorrow. Maybe it's today. Who Walden? I'm pretty sure it's Walden's birthday. And and how old is the Walden turning? Thirty-two. Right. Which day is it? I'm getting my haircut for my birthday, my 32nd birthday. I'm going to check on the... Because <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> Tomorrow? No, Wednesday. For some <laughs> reason today, in my feed, I get this video of Jesse the Body talking about, and I'm quoting this because I don't believe this, what a piece of shit Chris Kyle was. Oh, yeah, he, he did attack Chris Kyle. That, but that was years ago. Yeah, when I couldn't figure out why I was getting it. Chris Kyle's been dead for 12 years. Yeah. I have no idea Nobody why ever it was made news. a movie about me. <laughs> so I'm kind of jealous. That's my Will Sasso doing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Justin the Body Ventura. Maybe he'll be in a movie now, because I'm sure there'll be a, a made-for-TV movie about the rise and fall of Vince McMahon. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yep. Yeah, I heard he's Wait, is there giving a rise up? and fall? What's happening? He's out. He's out. Didn't he like, just relinquish it on his own and sell it? And uh, well, that yeah, well, he's relinquishing it because of the allegations against him. What allegations does he have? Sex trafficking, sexual harassment. Pooping on ladies' sexual heads. Sexual assault. <laughs> that, was, that part was funny, though. That doesn't sound like him. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't read that one. Yeah. He took a dump on a lady? Yeah. Could have just got away from him when he was got her in like a figure four leg lock or something like that. Or I guess that's possible. Oh, yeah. He's doing jujitsu. You know, it's that like happened. that cat video I saw <laughs> earlier. Jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a cat video earlier where the cat's laying on the ground and the cat farts and two turds just shoot out from his butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure, it's plausible. <laughs> it's plausible. Well, allegedly, he was involved in a three-way with this girl and... Allegedly. Oh, yeah. So there was all sorts of stuff probably going up in there, and it just kind of sphincted him out. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he is a man of a certain age, and things do lose their elasticity. That's time. true. It is true. Mm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I also seen something similar to that in a, in a movie, a classic movie called uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Maybe you guys have seen that. Can't say as I have. Yeah. And that's probably very good. So speaking <laughs> of movies, did anybody see the new the trailer for the remake of Roadhouse? Roadhouse? Yeah. I saw that. I just saw the picture horrible. of it. I didn't I will not see it because Roadhouse is one of my favorite yeah. movies ever. I, I love Roadhouse and I, I watch it like every year. But like the new one, I'm kinda like it, it seems like they changed the story just a tiny bit, but it's still the same concept. Right. You know, you go into a bar, but now apparently Dalton's gonna be like a, a washed up. Can I get an apple teeny, yeah. please? <laughs> Walden's gonna be the uh what's his face? Well no, like Jake Gyllenhaal like went through training, like actual martial arts training and MMA stuff and weightlifting and all this other shit, and Connor McGregor is playing the bad guy. And I'm like Oh, he's I, playing the bad guy? I thought he was uh Sam Elliott's character. Is he? I thought he was going to be the bad guy. I thought he's the guy that... He is the um, bad guy. Whatever he does. But. Well, I, I thought... Um, <laughs> you remember the one guy that, that told Dalton, he's like, I fuck guys bigger than you in prison? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he was playing that guy. Maybe. The guy ripped his throat out at the end? Yeah. You know, right before they, they went and did all the shit. But, um, like, I like Conor McGregor. I always have. Is that the, the fighter guy? Mijo? Yeah, that guy. That was Sam <laughs> no, Elliott's character. Yeah. We don't um, want to do this. But um, <laughs> they got Jake Gyllenhaal to shave his beard. Like, it'll, it'll be back I'm, tomorrow. I'm kind of fucking <laughs> like I want to see it just to see how it is. From what they yeah, said. just because it's it, the it, uh, I think the martial arts in it would uh, would be something that would interest well, you. Well, I mean, you've got Conor McGregor, who's a phenomenal fighter was champion for a long time, yeah. you, and nobody can deny that. And Jake Gyllenhaal's put in God knows how much time training and weightlifting and, and all that other stuff. I don't know him. And then I, I don't really know who all else is in it, right. but I kind of want to see it. No, I have, I have a very strict rule that I abide by, and I don't watch reboots. So mm. They were talking about the trailer on the radio as I drove in, and they said that, that it's not a roadhouse anymore. It's a bar in... The Florida Keys. Yep. Uh, the owner is a, a minority female with a couple of lesbian. That's how they do it. Yeah. Jake they, Gyllenhaal has a song work. written about him by Taylor Swift. Why can't I quit you? Probably. She was one of the. He was one of the boyfriends. I don't. Oh, really? I wouldn't yep. doubt that. And I'll never, ever, ever get it back together. Well, that'll be Ooh. you know Kelsey in about a year. <laughs> you no, know, it, it, you know. I think it, this is it. If, if they, married, know, they if, seem if they different. really love each other, then you know, I wish them all the best. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, wish for bad things. You know, I if if they truly are in love, then I wish them the best. They're getting married. Yeah. I think so. You know, and they probably will. And you know what? Kudos to them. She I think made the him brothers, relevant again. I think the brother's wife is gonna really keep uh, Taylor in line too. 
I, I like, I like I, Jason Kelsey's wife. She is such a... We talked Kylie, about this last week. What she's a pretty a, girl. She seems like a very classy She's got lady. her head on her shoulders. Guess I, what, dumbass? You jumped fan. out the window four times with your shirt off. I'm getting a cat. <laughs> Did you hear that on the Today Show? No. They want to get a cat, and everything goes, they vote on everything as a family. And she says his vote's yes, whether he likes it or not. I told him not to jump out the window. His dumb ass did. I'm Four times. Cat. I'm getting a cat. She's, it's just She's what fantastic. It is. Like, she just seems like a very fun, classy oh, yeah. lady. Down to earth. You know, and, yeah. it, and he seems like, like a super fun dude. Like, I hate the fucking Eagles, but I would definitely have a fucking beer with him. Right. Like absolutely. Yep, absolutely. He just seems like a down to earth fun. He's like, look, his man, I wife, just- like I said, his wife seems cool. Patrick Mahomes' wife seems like when she starts talking, you ever see dolphins chatter at SeaWorld? <laughs> <laughs> She's as annoying as his brother. Oh yeah, dude, his brother hasn't been in any games in a while. That's because they told him you're screwing up his brand. Stop it. Yep, exactly. Basically, yeah. he was he was trying to ride his brother's coattails. Look at me, I'm all hot shit. Look at no, me. you're Give not me hot likes. shit. Your brother's hot shit. Follow me on the TikTok. And you're fucking up. You're, you're fucking up the car. Like you're fucking up the ride, dude. Yeah. Like you yep. got to go. <laughs> I think that was smart. Well, they have well, a video. The only thing that could have done better is if they uh, if they made it more public how they outed him from that uh, arena. That would have been better. They had the video released where he assaulted mm-hmm. that woman. So oh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. He kind of disappeared after that. Oh yeah. You don't hear or see anything from him. I mean, I'm sure his brother's still taking care of him. Are you required after a certain amount of money that you make that you take care of like your family with sorts of money and things like that? I don't or? think that's necessarily no, no, no. an How automatic that thing. I think look at Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't even talk to his family. Oh. Really? Not at all. And they're probably glad. <laughs> they probably are. Like, I know if I was to ever hit it, like, you know, and I've had discussions with, like, you know... Um, you already take care of your family. Oh, I do. Because your mom lives with you. That's a big deal, man. Yeah, I do. But, you know, if I ever hit, like, the millions... Like, I find my mother-in-law a great retirement facility. <laughs> in Florida. I, I, I Honestly, I would never put my mother in one of those. Like, I'm only I would, 60. <laughs> like, I feel like dancing. Right. Like, honestly, I would buy 200 acres... And I would have a house built for myself and my family, and I have a small house built for my mother, and then I, you know, because I'd have a cantonment area, you know, where you put all the the houses and the facilities and stuff. <laughs> He's looking up cantonment. <laughs> and then that's another one of them. Like words. a camp. Um, that's one of those military words. And then you know, I'd have houses for my friends that wanted to be there, you know, that like live out there. Camp You'd David. be like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and, and right. his little village. Yeah. And then basically, there'd be like 180 acres to hunt and fish. And go four wheeling and shit. My and I buddy, mean, honestly, that that's what I would do. I have a buddy who's retiring in the next couple of years to Arizona, and he already told me he's putting in a second driveway on his property with an RV hookup, so that we can just live out there in the RV when we come to visit. Everybody says that until you get an RV. All right, so yeah, RV, you know what it stands for, right? Hmm. Ruins vacation. Yeah. <laughs> what if you're? That's an old. What if you're Ted Lasso joke. and Rachel Green? I don't know who they are. Jason Sudeikis and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, yeah, from, and, uh, uh, we're, we're the Millers. Jennifer Aniston. We're the Millers. Yeah. What a great fucking movie Dude, that is. But, I mean, honestly, if you ever <laughs> struck it rich and you had more money than you knew what to fucking do with... I'd give it dude, to Ellen. Dude, you might as well just yeah. drag your friends with you and say, you know what, dude? We're going to enjoy the highlight Our together. Our podcast would be a lot more popular. Do you give it to them or do you just, <laughs> or do you buy stuff for them or they can actually make their own income? Like, here you go. Now you're invested in this and that's your money to pull from. 
or here. Now you own these apartment complexes. Right. Well, now you've got a steady stream of income. I think what you do is I, I think for me, I'm going to get everybody set up. I'm going to get everybody a first. fishing pole. That way you know how to fish. That's right. Well, Thank you, you can give me a pole, but that doesn't mean I know how to fish. <laughs> now, I have way more fishing gear than fucking any man should have. You don't go noodling um, where you just stick your your foot in a hole and pull up a fish? Well, it's not he goes foot. noodling. But don't <laughs> hey, Huck. I go noodling with a different noodle. He goes noodling, all right. <laughs> Shit, I hit bottom. But no, Something I mean, he's never heard. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that's until you've heard you've bruised the cervix. Um cervix but no. <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean I, w- I would get my friends set up and then it would be like you know i that's a very smart idea it's like look here's going to be some investments it's going to be in your name you're responsible for managing those first of the month rent is due <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if, if you're bruising the cervix i don't think that's uh that's a uh, uh, far way up there i mean if you were maybe Taking care of those fallopian tubes. <laughs> that seems to be up there a little the bit. top of the cow's that head. That seems to be a little bit higher. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But um, instead of just punching the cow in the nose. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, wouldn't you like drag your friends along for that ride? Because I mean, you never know how long the ride's going to last. I mean, but you invest your money and you get some smart investments for your, you know, your friends, and you put that in their name, and then now they can manage that. So now they have a steady stream of income. Like you were saying, you can only gift so much money until they tax the fuck $10, out of it. Ten thousand dollars per person per year. Yeah. So who says? But the that's right. Not in my name, and then everybody just yeah. I mean, lives you there. can just give everybody Amex Black cards and say, "Here you go." Right. That's that's why that's a good idea. Hey, I bought you these apartment complexes. You're the manager. Your salaries. You know, hundred twenty thousand dollars a year or yeah. something. I'll and set them up. What and I'll do is I'll you know you you build all the properties on your your fucking land right. for all the people you want, and then it's like, look, you're going. I'm going to sell it to you. Right. So then I sell it to you for fair market price or maybe cheaper, whatever. And now you have your home. It, it is. Then what it's it is. a cult and it bursts in the flames. Yeah. No. <laughs> How's the HOA that? over there at your your <laughs> complex? <Yeah. laughs> you know. <laughs> Look, just that American fucking, flag's not flying high enough. <laughs> you know what? Keep too your, small. You know what? Keep your just keep your shit fucking shit neat. That is all you really have to. But there would be a fucking gun range on the property where you oh, want to go sure. out and fucking shoot. You can go shoot. There would be like a communal barn where everybody could like park their four wheelers and their. Can we bring bands in? Shit. Bands, yeah, for concerts for, for concerts. No, if you live, got that much music. money, we can't have live some live music. Well, I mean, privately, yes. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Not for fucking for the, all, for you and all my friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like half of Western New York. Like you fucking know everybody. So I would have said six people total. No. <laughs> now what we could do is rent out an entire fucking venue and have a private show. Well, that'd be cool. But I mean, dude, you're talking like super fucking rich bullshit. Like, I'm never going to hit the fucking lottery. Right. It'd be nice just to have the lead singer from Tears for Fears just kind of following you around singing all day. Dude, I could I could deal with Everybody that. Everybody wants to rule the... <laughs> or Spandu Ballet. That guy had an awesome uh-huh. voice, too. Or Spyro Gyro. Oh. <laughs> could you imagine fucking or sticks Chuck following you around <laughs> just singing Mr. Roboto? Oh. Oh, Tomo arrogato, Mr. Roboto. Tomo, Tomo. Domo. 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 <laughs> Domo. Dude, if you ever made more money than you could ever spend. Now, granted, you know, my kids would have a trust fund and they would they would be set up like my wife and my kids and my family would be taken care of first. And then I would bring my friends along. For the the ride. first thing I would buy if I won the lottery 
is an apartment for my kid to live in so she can move out of my basement with her husband. <laughs> I don't see why I guess should do that now. Go buy a duplex. One of those rents will pay for everything or the whole place, and they'll yeah. be living for free, and you still got to charge them something. You can either charge them something modest. Right. Like, even if you give them modest, even if you charge them five, 600 a month, the top rent will get you twelve or 1300 and that'll pay for everything. I don't know why you're not doing that right now. There's no way you're not. If you were broke and hungry, I'd say don't, you know, obviously I understand it, but you guys can shift things around to get something like that. That doesn't seem to make any sense to me. We're uptight right now. Yeah, yeah well, it's our budget. Well, we good. are too. Enjoy the basement dwellers then, and I don't hear about it again. Well, because <laughs> we have, by the end of summer, we have three tuitions to pay for college. Okay, yep. so yeah, that's money going out. A rental, what that does, that brings income in. So, what part? Uh, I don't understand the part that's. Well, like the. One of these words should be able to fit in here, and I just don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> and now I forgot what I was going to fucking say. <laughs> Blue Mountain people. You were talking about last week. I think you were going to talk about them again. Were we? I think that's what you were going to say. That's probably like, that's the land you would buy. We'd go out. No, it wouldn't be in Eastern out, Kentucky. Clean it out. No, it wouldn't be in Eastern Kentucky. I'll fucking tell you that. <laughs> Do you want someplace with snow? You know, honestly, it would probably be here in New York State. Like, I love the weather. I love the four seasons. We'll go to Little Valley. I could see down in the southern tier somewhere. Yeah. It is is fucking yeah, that too. Land. It is fucking gorgeous down there. <laughs> and, you know, and my one of my well, buddies and West I Valley. we're we're actively looking for land down there. You know, because we'd like together we'd like to go in on like fifty, maybe a hundred acres together. So we're looking for, for something hunting, hunting, fishing, camping, just recreational Cult creation. No, <laughs> yoga. <laughs> no, we're never gonna. That that's Hot, not even naked a thing. yoga. <laughs> Um, in our communal, in a yurt, in our yurt. <laughs> See, he's fucking Walden knows where that guy singing. Everybody <laughs> wants you. No, the guy the, the fucking <laughs> sticks is singing Mr. Roboto as you're trying to strike your fucking yoga poses. <laughs> it's a fucking fantasy. Everybody has those. Like sure. you know. What would I do if I struck it rich? And everybody's got one. You know, who am I taking care of? How much am I taking care of, folks? I'm gonna make. Sarah Michelle Geller dress up as Daphne and do naughty things to me. <laughs> I feel like I would be so publicly giving money away so people didn't bother me. I'd call up one of my billionaire friends and Dude, be like, here. everybody. If you win like a billion dollars, be like, look, here, I want to give you $950 million, and uh, that's yours. I don't want anything to do with it. And then uh, I'll keep $50 million to take care of my family with, which is still a ton Dude, of money. Dude, you win a ton of I'd money. You'll find out who you're... Real friends are because your real friends are the ones that aren't going to be begging you. Well, you know what? But I think there would. I think I don't know. I think people would still ask her. Just kind of, it would change you a little bit if you're watching people. Man, all he needs is a starter in my car. <laughs> right. Man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what I would do is I'd, I'd go to Hollywood and I'd go hop on the red carpet and you know try to meet some of you know the celebrities that I, I'd want to meet. Like Sandra Bullock would definitely fucking. Try to meet Sandra Bullock. Just, I got a bunch just, of George Washington, Sandy, with your name on them. <laughs> you know, I've always loved her as an actress, and I've always, like, she's just has this girl next door vibe to me. Like, she's always been beautiful. She's and always been so congenial. She has. Congenial. Um, and, and she's always been very classy. And I'm like, it, that would just be awesome. You know, just to meet her, even for five minutes, and just have a very small conversation and, and move on. You know, definitely got to meet Denzel. Got to meet Denzel Washington. Fucking, Get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> great actor. Keep calm. Ain't got shit. 
own me. <laughs> Fucking great actor. Love him in the Equalizer movies. I, shit, I don't even know who else I would want to meet. You know, I'd want to meet people like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Arnold, fucking Stallone. I would even love to meet Bruce Willis. All the manly macho men, huh? I want Bruce Willis. Slow down, baby girl. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to wait for it. I'm fairly certain that'll get your ass kicked. (laughs) You know, I mean, so why not? Why not go hobnob with some of those guys? What about Will Ferrell? I think he'd be kind of fun. And Adam Sandler. Oh, those two would be kind of fun to party, hang out with. Those two would be on the list. Those two would definitely be on the list. And shit, I don't even know because I've never really thought about it, you know, like that. I'd be, I'd go hang he, out with the Donald. He'd go hang out with <laughs> William Zabka and Ralph Macchio because he likes that. Fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, I, I think I'd probably start a like, I don't know, like some charity or something for like Alzheimer's and dementia because that's that's something that's really. Um, <laughs> you can just tell him you gave him the money already. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. Uh, hey, thank you. You're welcome. Well, that that's something that actually has really affected my family is is dementia. So, um, I would start something for that. That and um, like uterine cancer because that's another thing that's really affected my family. So, I would definitely do something you know in the way to help that research, you know, and those people that are suffering for those. You can't just hoard the the money and be. I like, would just do a bunch or, of whippets. You know. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> you know, like sure, I eat fucking tacos all the time. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but definitely, you know, something with dementia and uterine cancer and things like that. You know, I, I would, I would do something like that for certain because those those are near and dear to my heart. You know, I lost my dad. He he died um, dementia, and then my mother and my grandmother. But he died with uterine. dementia, not from dementia, right? Because you don't really die from dementia, do you? No, not really, as far as I know. He was kind of young, though, wasn't he? He was fifty-seven. Holy crap, that's way young. Yeah, and so, ten years younger than my father when he checked out. So I mean, I, I would definitely try to start maybe a foundation or something to to help with that research. Do something philanthropic with it. Time out. Let Alan Google. Yep, there we go. No, I know what that one means. <laughs> I mean, you just can't be a douche and hoard all the money and That's not true. do something good for fucking society. Like, oh, the guy was just a rich prick. Like, no, like, at least he tried to do something with his money. You know, tried to better humanity and, and you know, leave humanity better than what he found it. Because I don't know. Look at Bill Gates. All the billionaires are sitting there thinking, what a fool if they're hearing he this story very, right now. He was very, very philanthropic. That's right. He took a plane someplace and he shouldn't have been, and uh, now his life's over. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, now he's buying up all. You got to start buying some of that land to uh, combat the people that are buying all the the land because they want to get rid of all the cows and all the cattlemen and all that stuff. So you got to go buy half of America with some of that money. You know what? Did you guys see? Um, there was a news article that was put out, and, and I, I read it and I did my own research, and it's legit. There's a school in Connecticut that is now going to require students to come to school on Columbus Day and Veterans Day because they're not going to recognize those holidays anymore. Where? It's in Connecticut. They did a vote, the school board did or whoever, and it was a five to three vote for approval that we're just not going to observe Veterans Day and Columbus Day. Yeah, but you'll see a lot of those times, those days will go into someplace else. So they'll tack them into longer vacation times for their uh, spring recess or fall recess. See, I don't give a shit about that. That's not the thing. It's... It's about observing Veterans Day and observing what that's for, Columbus Day and what that's for, or Indigenous Peoples Day, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Did you find but, it? 
That's true. But as a veteran, as a veteran with four fucking combat tours, you're not going to observe Veterans Day. So basically you're saying, fuck your sacrifice. Yeah, but you can't hold the door open for people and get mad at them for not saying thank you. So you did your tour. You did what you were going to do. And I think that's amazing. And I love it. But some people, you know, they're just going to go through. I mean, I, I don't agree with it. But it's a federal holiday. And now federal holidays don't have to be observed state, at yeah, state the level. state is the I, one I that does that. It, the, the because Arizona still doesn't observe Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and that's a federal holiday. And they're fucked up for that. And half their state doesn't observe daylight savings time, which they're probably the smart ones there. You know, and I'll give them that on that one. But Martin Luther King was a, a fucking fantastic human being. You should observe his day, you know, Veterans Day. I mean, we're not talking just about, you know, the war on terror. We're talking about World War One, World War Two, all the all of that shit. Desert Storm. Well, planet. World War Two and on, because there's veterans are Memorial Days for all the ones that have passed. Yeah. But Veterans Day would be World War Two and up. And even our Vietnam guys, because our Vietnam guys are fucking in their 70s now. Mm-hmm. Like, look what they did. Look what they went through when they came home. And now you're not going to fucking observe them. It's like, you know, denying all the shit that they fucking went through. This is why I'm going to unpopular hot take here. Reinstitute the draft. Everybody has to serve at least two years in the military. You're talking about conscription, and they do that in fucking South Korea where you either... Israel. If you're an Israeli citizen, mm-hmm. you have to I serve I thought that kept you from getting pregnant. That would cause you to actually serve two years in the Korean National Police or into the Republic of Korean National Army. But you serve a minimum of two years. And I, th- I think there'd be a lot more respect for the country if people were made to serve four years. Two years isn't enough. Four years, it should be minimum commitment if that was to happen. And I'm not saying that it should. So let's look up what the Israeli conscription minimum Did is. Did he say Israeli? She, she said the right thing today. Okay. And I asked her, I said, you mean, you mean Israeli? She was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, who was? Like, Gal Gadot was Lady fucking Lord. in the IDF. And she, I think, holds a belt in Krav Maga. Yeah. Like, she's, she's fucking... She's a badass. Yeah. This is Dr. Ruth. She's a badass, too. Dr. Ruth, why yeah, is Dr. Ruth was... She'll, uh she'll pick a toothpick out of your mouth 300 yards. Yeah, she was... Uh, what was Dr. Ruth? She was a sniper. Two years, eight months is the minimum for the Israeli conscription. And that should tell you about your penis. You know, and, <laughs> and you know, if that was to happen, some people would be like, oh, God, it's indoctrination. And I'm like, it, you know, not really. It gives you an appreciation for your country and the struggle that your country has to remain your country. You know, because you get access to information that you don't fucking have as a civilian when you're in the military. And you see things in a different in a different way. So for somebody that's never left the United States or never left their home state, whatever, and you're going to have all these opinions, which you're entitled to about all this other shit that's going on in the world, if you've never been there and never experienced it, well, your opinion may not be as accurate as you think it is. It's not fully formulated. All right, here's this about Dr. Ruth. Are you ready for this? Because she's only four foot seven. She was trained as a scout and a sniper. I've never killed anybody, but I know how to throw a hand grenade and shoot. She became an ace sniper and was able to put together a Sten gun with her eyes closed at 90 years old. Still. On her 20th birthday, she was seriously wounded in action by an exploding shell during mortar fire attack on Jerusalem during the 1947-49 Palestinian War. The explosion killed two girls who were right next to her. She had near-fatal injuries, was temporarily paralyzed, 
almost lost to both of her feet. The top of one of her feet was blown off and it was several months of recuperating in a ward before she was able to walk again. In 2008, she said she still visits Israel every year and felt it was her real home. In the following year, she said that she wasn't is a Zionist. So she was a badass. Yes. Well, it's like B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. I think she it was, was B. Marine. Arthur. She was a Marine. She, she drove a truck during World War II. My money is on Dr. Ruth. You put her 300 meters away and you give her a <laughs> rifle with a scope, sure. Oh, no. That crowd, my gosh, it's for real. She was a truck well, driver in Cherry Point, yeah. North Carolina. The funny thing is, is Krav Maga steals a whole bunch of shit from a bunch of different martial arts, which is totally fine. They all do it. and they Yeah, they all do. Like, a lot of the striking from Kenpo is boxing. Well, guess where Krav Maga gets some of it striking right. from? Kenpo. You know, they take a lot of shit from Kenpo, actually. Krav Maga just strikes me as, like, the dirtiest possible fighting and that's that's what they train you on. Hit the groin. Always hit the groin. The groin is available. <laughs> nothing's off limits. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to poke your fucking eye up, eyeball out. Honestly, in <laughs> in Kenpo, because now I'm I'm currently learning the Tracy Kenpo system, which is the mother style of the style that I currently hold a black belt in, mm. and it is like threefold as nasty. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And when you're talking about striking the growing and the eyes and all that shit, we do that all the time in the Tracy system. Like, if your eye is available, I'm going to yep. rip it out. I'm going to poke it, it. If your balls present themselves, they're going to get crushed. <laughs> like, it just it just is what it is. It's like, it's the easiest way. It, you're looking for the easiest right. and quickest way to end the fight. End the fight. You know, and Victoriously. That's anything soft tissue, anything growing, anything eyeballs, throat, knees, nuts, Neck, Do nose, it. hands, fingers, knees, and toes. <laughs> Eyes Basically. and ears and mouth and nose. <laughs> so I'm looking at celebrities who served in the military. Chris Christopherson yep. joined the Army, became a helicopter pilot, and achieved the rank of captain. Okay, so he was an 03. He's a hippie when you look at him, yeah. when you look at his career. So, But he's a company-grade officer as a, as a captain. And I'm not taking anything away from his career. I'm just letting you know that where that stands. So, so 03... So, oh, what is it? Oh, three is a captain. It was long before oh, three. Oh, four is a major. Oh, five is a lieutenant colonel. Oh, six is a colonel. Oh, seven is a brigadier general. He's no slouch. No, he made captain. Yeah. And he's a helicopter pilot. Buster Keaton was in the military. He served in World War II in the 40th Infantry, 1917. Adam Driver is still in the Marine Reserves. Is yes. that where he got the nickname Minnie? Yes. <laughs> I always thought she was an attractive lady. Me too. Harvey Keitel was a Marine. Yes, he was. I always liked me some Harvey Keitel. Richard Pryor was in the military? Wow. Can you imagine that? I think Jimi Hendrix was in for a He was. Bit. I think he was dishonorably discharged. I think though. he was. For what? <laughs> Probably drugs. All the purple haze. <laughs> yeah. Gene Wilder was a medic in the Army. Probably affectionately known as Doc. Oh. We we call so if you have a medic in your unit and you deploy, you just call the medic doc. Once they do enough stuff and they earn your respect, then you just give them the moniker doc. So like when I was so in 03 when I invaded Iraq, I had Navy corpsmen, right? Cuz the Marines don't have medics, they have Navy corpsmen. So we had a Navy corpsman with us which was a medic. We called him doc. Like he he patched us up, he you know gave us pain medication, kept us right. So we could, you know, keep charging as part of the first wave into the country, and we just fucking called him Doc. James Earl Jones entered the Army during the Korean War, remained in America supporting cold weather training in Colorado, then graduated from Ranger School. 
That's fucking hardcore. Sing it, Walden. No. So James Earl Jones was a ranger. Yeah. That's fucking hardcore. That's in the special ops community. You know what he wanted to be? <laughs> Darth Vader? <laughs> no. I'm thinking Breakfast Club. Don Knotts was in the Army. Technician, really? fifth grade. He must have been. Have you seen that face? Okay, so he was a, he was a, a T5. Oh, shrapnel. Tech 5. Before they got rid of the technical side and everything became, because uh, they had two different sides. They had technical and then they had non-commissioned officer side. And so if you were a T5, when they got rid of that, you just transferred over and became uh, an E5, which was a sergeant. Don Rickles saw combat in the Philippines during World War II. Okay. That's badass, too. From far away. Art Carney landed at Normandy, was injured by a mortar round, and walked with a limp the rest of his life. I never saw him limping in Honeymooners. James Doohan from Star Trek, he was in the military. He lost a fucking finger. Like, he had four fingers when he was filming Scotty. When he was filming oh, really? Star Trek and all that shit, he had four fingers. I want to say, I, I don't know if it was World War II or the Korean War, but look up James Doohan. I know he was in the military. I'm still looking. I, I think he was. I'll look him up here. Oh, my handy dandy phone. Bob Barker was a fighter pilot, but he, World War II ended before he received an active duty assignment. Sammy Davis Jr. was in the Army. Lost he, an eye. He lost an eye in, an ar- in a car accident. Fine. God, I always just ruining my things. I know. So James Doohan was in the Canadian Army, oh. achieved, achieved the rank of lieutenant, and was in Operation Overlord in World War II. Who were they fighting? So they were fighting Germany and the Italian Social Republic are the belligerents uh, on the Axis side, and of course on the Allies. Everybody knows who that was. He was in Operation Overlord. Jonathan Winters. Yes. Served two years of combat in the South Pacific during World War II. Dang. Yep, they did some fighting. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people that served in the military. That's pretty cool. Anyway, let's move on here. Let's have Ellen tell us how they get us. Oh, yeah. Please do. If I could turn back time. Oh, God, he's singing Cher in 1990. He knows the, t- the year. The year of everything. Side one, song three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we got here? Hey, Oreos. I just sent something in the chat about Oreos. What a coincidence. That is a coinky dink. Uh-oh, it's not letting me get in here. All right, groundbreaking research claims Oreo cookies lower cholesterol better than statins. Where the fuck are our Oreos then? A son of a bitch. What have I been doing? Well, no, I don't not the right thing. <laughs> it's a surprising pressure? discovery that experts have revealed that eating Oreo cookies may be twice as effective as reducing LDL or bad cholesterol. High cholesterol levels are dangerously linked to many serious health problems, which include heart disease like heart attacks and stroke, people with high cholesterol often develop high blood pressure and inflammation in the body, which can even be fatal. According to experts, too many lipids in your blood cause plaque formation, leading to the high cholesterol that impairs heart function. So it is important to regulate it. And it goes on. You should eat at least one sleeve of cookies a day. I'm just going to nutshell this for you. (laughs) Paid for by Nabisco. Yeah. Go out and get one sleeve of cookies a day, eat that center sleeve, and then you leave the other that open up so you can actually dump milk in there, and then you can go from side to side by putting milk in there. It's so delicious. Smart. Right? But yeah, it plummeted 
from 384 milligrams to 111 milligrams after eating Oreo cookies, 71% reduction. Of course, there's probably lots of uh, uh, numbers and facts and stuff like that, and I don't want you to get sidetracked by that stuff. Just the, <laughs> the bulk of the story is eat Oreos if you want to live longer. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a good how they get you. But maybe, that's how you get them. Yeah, that's how we get them. I mean, I, I would just also like to say maybe do a little research on your own just in case. <laughs> right. It wouldn't hurt. By research, you mean eat Oreos. Yeah, I mean, see how it works see out what you it. like. Have you tried the thin Oreos? I no. missed an Oreo thing? No, I can't not. even eat the thin, leave them in the house because I got to tell you, they're ridiculously, they're so good. I thought I wouldn't like them. I'm like, yeah. I'll try them. You know why? Because if I have Oreos in the house, I will eat them in like a sitting or two. Sure. And I said, you know what? I'll get the thin Oreos. Yeah, but now we, they're good for you. Well, yeah. Now I don't feel bad. Now I can eat. And I think maybe I screwed up a little bit because if one is good for you, well, the whole package has got to be yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the thin Oreos, I just, I was like, ah, I'm just a traditionalist. I like this. I don't like any of the flavors and all the different stuff. I like just regular Oreos. I don't like the double stuff. That's just the, the, the regular ones. But then I tried these thin ones. And man, I tried the thin ones. I think they're delicious. Then I tried the thin ones that happen to be mint flavor too. I ate those like I was going to the chair. I didn't even, I opened them up and I ate them all. I didn't even take a break. You do know Oreo is the knockoff brand, right? Yeah, yeah. Hydrox. 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 You guys yeah. told me this before. Yep. Hydrox. I still never tried a Hydrox. Even when I go to the cookie store, I forget. Probably tastes the same. Do you think it does? Do you think better or worse? What, is it, it better one better and uh, doesn't one uh, soften in milk? I don't know. Did you see that Oreo uh, They never magnetic? last long enough in my house. So. Did you see that magnetic cookie dumper or cookie uh, dipper that they have? No. Oh. So they have the cup, and you can put, like, a vessel that the cookie would sit in on one side of the cup, and then on, and there's a magnet to it, and then there's a magnet on this side. So you can actually lower the cup with the magnet on the outside and rise, raise it So you it don't back get up. milk on your fingers. So you don't get milky fingers. Shh, that's smart. That is smart. Great inventions. That's why we're not building compounds. We're not inventing cool <laughs> stuff. <laughs> hey, guess what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. <sighs> you sounded kind of like a baby girl right there. Yeah, I was going to say, relax, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying too hard. To the untrained eye, that's how it would look. Untrained eye or ear? Either or. Got any other words you need to use for you? I was going to throw in the officinale uh, in regards to the Oreos because it does some, some properties that can be medicinal. But that ship has sailed. All right. Canada Watch. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a design flaw, or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. Sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> We have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, a visitor from the U.S. got more than they asked for at a Toronto hotel restaurant when they ordered a cheeseburger on Monday night that was served with a waiver. 
guy at the table just saying, hey, hey, hey how are you? <laughs> I was flabbergasted, he said. that. Oh, do you need to look that word up? No, I know that one. Okay. Thank you, though. He ordered the burger to be cooked medium and told CTV News Toronto they had already started eating when the server handed them a waiver. Oh. Because he wanted to eat it medium? Yeah. So now I got to sign my name on something. So if I want to go and pay cash, I got to sign my name for you to collect data on me. I'm so sick of all this data farming. It's ridiculous. The guest hereby waves and releases any rights, actions, or claims against the Hilton Toronto Airport Hotel and Suites for any liabilities and damages, including any foodborne illnesses and death arising out of or in connection with a guest's use of its own food or consumption of products not provided by the Hilton Toronto Airport. So what if it wasn't the burger that gave him the uh, the, the disease and it was the E. coli because somebody shit in the field with the lettuce? Right. So he said, oh, you, hey, you signed it right here. You can't hold us accountable for anything because you ordered it medium. Well, it wasn't the burger that got me sick. It was the right. lettuce. Well, in a burger cooked medium is to temperature. Yeah, that's it. You got to cook it up to 155 degrees. Right. That's all. I eat it cooler than that. Oh, you're a lot cooler than that. Mm-hmm. But that's why there's people out there that have to sign waivers. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I foresee this happening all the time at some point, where you are going to eat out at a restaurant. No, yeah, my my official restaurant name is Donald Duck. Then I'll yeah, sign everything right. Donald that's Duck. That's exactly Donald Duck. I've, I mean, I said that before. Everybody's trying to give you, and you know, every time you go somewhere, you, they got a hook in you. Again, that's how they get you. You got to have, oh, you want to get uh, contacts? Well, then you got to go. You can't just order from 1 800 contacts. You got to get your. Yeah, you got to get script. Got to get the script first, which is fine. And then if you want something, it's just, it's just a bunch of craziness. So I always thought, like, if I saw people that looked unhealthy and they wanted to order French fries or onion rings in my restaurant, I feel like uh, I should have to pull out the blood pressure, blood pressure monitor, <laughs> hook them up to that, charge them $4 You're for doing such a fee. <laughs> yeah. And if they can pass the blood pressure monitor test, then uh, that they that there will be a charge for. If they fail, you give them some Oreos. Yes. And then come back 10 minutes later, <laughs> charge them again for the blood pressure test. <laughs> So by that time, they're already into me for $13. (laughs) We got $2, uh, $4 for each blood pressure test and uh, $5 for the Oreos. There you go. (laughs) In other news, a mysterious case of 1979 hockey cards found in a Regina basement could fetch more than a million dollars. Where were they found? Regina. Regina. Experience Regina. Forget about it. Inside the case are 16 unopened wax boxes of 1979 to 80 OPG hockey cards Ooh, with 48 good packs of 10 cards per box. The Regina was waxed. <laughs> it's something an incel will never experience. A total of 7,680 cards. For serious collectors, only about 20 of those matter. Based on the statistical probability, that's how many pristine Wayne Gretzky rookie cards might be locked inside. No other unopened case of mm. of these have ever surfaced in the 21st century, and it's all but impossible to imagine another ever will. It's the greatest unopened find in the 21st century until we find a lost collection of Hot Wheels cars. <gasps> huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. As of Monday morning, bidding on the cases have surpassed $1 million. With the auction running through late February. <laughs> Do you think that those people will buy it for a million dollars and then go in and open them up? Or will they keep them unopened? God, I don't know. Dude, we I can't go like, party together. I feel like I would go through and leave <laughs> we, them unopened. We can't do that. It's dangerous. Man, I'm looking at these boxes. I have in my attic, I used to work for a convenience store, and we would get things at huge discounts. I have an 
whole box of eighty nine ninety Don Russ baseball cards still sealed. Are any big hitters in that one? I don't know. Griffey. Did I, I? Might be in. No. I still have my baseball card collection. What's from the when name I was of that? Like Don I have Russ? cards. Do I have? Bowman cards from the Bowman. 70s, yep, and they were bigger yeah. than the They're other longer. Yeah. I've got a 78 Nolan in mint condition buried somewhere when he played for the Astros. That's I, cool. I, I know that's worth some change now. And I've got, I think I got a Barry Bonds rookie card somewhere. Is that before he juiced up? Oh, it, dude, you could tell. Like he's His head is three times smaller on that rookie card. He's the fucking size of Urkel. <laughs> right. I mean, like, he's... He'll hit a home run go, did I do that? <laughs> As he's running around fucking, you know, the bases. I mean, I've got Jose Canseco's and Ricky Henderson's and all Dude, kinds of shit. Dude, for as bad as it was for the integrity of the game, those years were exciting, man. We saw Sammy Sosa, Jose Canseco... Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. All those guys just uh, ripping it over the wall. Juan Gonzalez... Was doing that uh, Julio Franco Everybody knew Julio Franco Because he had that Goofy batting stance Where the bat was this way Where the bat was forward Yeah he had a really Weird stance Now that yeah. you're saying I know who you're Talking about That was actually Kind of my stance Actually I, I, I adopted that stance Rafael Palmero Was a big name Yeah I remember All of, all of that The home run things mm. Jose Canseco Was a dick Mark McGuire Seemed kind of cool And Sammy Sosa Just seemed like He loved the world he was just fucking happy. But Barry Bonds was always a dick. Yeah, not many not many great players. 90 rookie MLB. You know, I got stuff that came out of cereal boxes that you can't fucking get. And they're like still in their packaging in mint condition. They may not be worth much, but they may be worth something to a collector. I have, I have lots of hockey cards, eh? Well, I'm not... They didn't have hockey in Dallas then. No, we didn't. The hockey wasn't even a thing. I was like, what the fuck is hockey? For me, it was baseball, basketball, and football. But Texas had one of the greatest all-time minor league teams ever. Really? The Houston Arrows. It's from Houston, so I didn't care. And they were part of the World Hockey League. I think Houston was part of the World Hockey League, too. Okay. So there's been hockey in, in Texas for a while. Yeah. Like, I have cards that might be worth something to a collector who is all about the Texas Rangers. Because I have shit that the stadium gave out, and they were only given to those that attended the baseball game. And that was it. It was like, we're going to make this many, and that's it. And it's first come, first serve. For my wife a couple years ago, I went to a card shop, and I said, do you have any Ron Tugnut cards? (laughs) Ron Tugnut was a goaltender. In the hockey league. Back when I first started taking my wife to hockey games, Ron Tugnut was a fairly good goalie. But for some reason, whenever he played Buffalo, they would just light him up to the point where we're at a game, like three games in a row, and people are chanting, start the bus, Tugnut, start the bus, because they want to pull him out of the game. Mm -hmm. So anytime she sees Ron Tugnut on television or sees a car, she says, start the bus, Tugnut, start the bus. So I thought it'd be funny to go buy her a hockey card. Let me tell you how many people are looking for a Ron Tugnut card these days. <laughs> One. This guy right here. <laughs> you know, do they they don't have card shops like they used to. There's a the, one in Niagara Falls. Well, like I remember in, in my town, Red Oak, where I grew up at, formerly named Possum Trot. Thank you. 
Thank you for adding that. I was, I was waiting. Well, I figured I'd do it so you fuckers wouldn't. <laughs> but they, they opened up a baseball card shop, and I mean, they had some, like, pretty expensive fucking cards in there. I mean, they had, like, some $150, $200 cards, and back in, like, 92, like, that was fucking expensive. It was a big deal around here, too, because I remember there's a place on Transit. used to be a train... A model train place, and they made it a card place, yeah. and they had people come in and signing cards and all that yeah, bullshit. The coinery. Yeah. They still got David Adams. They still do cards there. It's not as big as it used to be, though. No. Like, I need to find a place where I can have my card collection valued, legitimately valued. Like, what is the value of your card collection? Because, like I said, I've got Bowman's, I've got Donruss, Top Deck, all that shit, Fleet, all this other shit. I've got stuff that came out of cereal boxes. I have crap that you, you can't fucking possibly get anymore. Like, it was a limited edition run. It's like, oh, here's a Kellogg's thing with, you know, Mickey Mantle, and this is a book about his entire fucking life. And it may only be worth five fucking dollars, but goddammit, it's mine. Right. It's fucking five dollars. <laughs> you know, and it's in mint fucking condition, and it's there next to the original Pudge, Carlton Fisk, uh, who was another great catcher. And I have the other Pudge's rookie card, Von Rodriguez, who's fucking Texas treasure, even though he wasn't born and raised there. He didn't speak any fucking English until he became a Texas Ranger. That's how he, he knew all his English. swear words, though. Oh, he did. He actually got married on the um, at home plate on the baseball diamond. Oh, really? He got married there at Arlington Stadium, or was the yeah it was Arlington Stadium right before it was the ballpark in Arlington, I believe, or it may have been the ballpark in Arlington, but it was really close to that time. And then he literally played the game, like, right after. So, huh. like, right after he got married, he was like, I'm behind home plate. Like, nobody had an arm like Yvonne Rodriguez at throwing people out from home to second. No catcher in MLB history has had an arm like him. I consider myself lucky, you know, growing up 40 minutes from, you know, the ballpark in Arlington, you know, Ranger Stadium, whatever you want to call it. I watched Nolan Ryan pitch. I've seen Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and fucking um, who was that one pitcher from fucking Boston? The Roger Clemens, the fat guy. <laughs> I've seen Don Mattingly fucking play. You know, dude, I a, loved Don Mattingly when I was growing up, and every single time I went to Toronto to see the Yankees play, he sat that fucking day. Oh shit! <laughs> every single time, first base New York Yankees. Yeah. You know, that's my man. Ricky Henderson and, and fucking um, Ryan Sandberg and all these great players from the you know late 80s and early 90s. Like, I got to watch. What about them. Charlie Hustle? Who did he play for? The Reds. I don't know if I ever in saw a Phillies. Reds game. I don't know if I saw the Rangers ever play the Reds or the Phillies. There wouldn't have been interleague play back then. No. Yeah, because I, like, I saw him play, you know, the, the, the fucking whatever, uh, the athletics and all that shit. I want to say the Angels, maybe the Astros. So I, anyway, I saw a whole bunch of shit. Anyway. A whole bunch of hockey cards found in the basin of Regina, and that's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I do have a website for us. Is it mobile friendly? I don't know, because I just Ooh. found it. Literally just found it. It's procatinator.com. More cats? Yes. Oh. P-R-O-C-A-T-I-N-A-T-O-R. Craig, not everybody com. loves pussy as much as you do. <laughs> Uh, you might be wrong. <laughs> He's probably wrong about that. <laughs> o- okay. So uh, did you find it? Procat, P-R-O-C-A-T-I-N-A-T-O-R dot com. Yep. Dot com. I'll do it in a second. I'm selling meth. Okay. <laughs> get I off, have eight off quintillion dollars in mine. Okay, so I'm waiting for it to load See? another cat. So I'm waiting for it to load so, some pussy. So it says click here right underneath it. I, I click there. 
There's a cat Ooh. running around chasing its tail. Nope. Um, one's buried in the snow. Let's let's do another one. Now the cat's doing high fives. Hey, I like this. Hold on, you got to let that play. Wait, what is it? Cat procatenator.com. It's an inator. <laughs> I think they missed the boat on the spelling. How's that? It could have been Procat Tunator. Oh, yeah. What other ones do we have here? It's the same one with a different song. Show me another cat. Oh, oh, this one has sunglasses. These are so awesome. Oh, yeah. Check out all the cats in these crazy little videos and little songs. Procatinator.com. Anyway, this week for Shenanigans, it's been Ellen with the Wild. Have a great week, everybody. Vinny. Good afternoon. <laughs> Matt. Good night. Walden. And I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week. 